0: Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some Kingdom conversation. Now, here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Here on this altar, here on this altar, here on this altar, here on this altar, altar. I I lift my hands. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Hey, Juanita Jackson. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. My hands. Here on this altar. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit push us right into that space, right into the arms of our Father. Here on this altar. Mm. Lord God, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We welcome you into our day. Father we would be amiss to start our day with anyone else we would be fo- we would be foolish Father God to not start and begin and end our day and in the middle of our day with you so we invite you in today Lord God we invite you into this day. We invite you into our hearts. We invite you into our homes. We invite you on this devotional. We invite you Lord God into our very lives. I invite you into this ministry. I invite you into my business. Lord God, i invite you into my parenting Lord God. I invite you lord God. We invite you into our marriages. We invite you Lord God into our marriages to come. We invite you into our friendships We invite you, Lord God, into our relationships, our work relationships, Lord God. We invite you even when we are in the grocery store, Lord God, and when we are riding in our cars, Father God. We need you, Daddy. We need you. We need you. We need your strength. We need your grace we need your mercy father god for you are the one true god you are supreme you are lord you are kings you are the great i am you are my god everything lord god so we invite you in today we invite you in strengthen us lord god my god you are our father who art in heaven lord god we invite you in lord god and when we invite you in what we're saying is your kingdom come Your kingdom come in our lives. Your kingdom come in our health. Your kingdom come in our finances. Your kingdom come in our will, Lord God. Your kingdom come, Lord God. Strengthen us, Lord God. Strengthen us, Lord God. Strengthen us, Lord God. Strengthen us, Lord God. We need you, God, like never, ever, ever before. Because it's you that chose us, it's you that ordained us, it's you that appoints us, Lord God, it's you, it's you, O Lord. So Father, give us our daily portion, our daily bread. Pour out your daily benefits on us, Lord God. Forgive us our trespasses. For we know, Lord God, in some way, in some capacity, we have sinned against you. So forgive us for being in doubt and forgive us for being in fear and forgive us for being in worry and forgive us for our idols, Lord God, for finding strength in something else other than you. Anchor us, Daddy God, today in your truth. Father, love us beyond everything we could ever think or imagine. We give you permission to pour your love out on us. We want to receive your love today, Lord God. And Father God, we forgive those who have sinned against us. We will no longer hold them hostage. We will no longer hold them prison. We will... No longer walk in unforgiveness, Lord God. Nope, we're laying that circumstance and situation, so we forgive them today, Lord God. We forgive them for their sins, for we know, Father, they did not know what they were doing. And we just open ourselves up, Father God, and we just trust you with our hearts again. So today, Dad, we're going to move a little slower so we don't miss you. We're going to anchor ourselves in your truth. We're going to cast down the wicked imaginations and everything that exalts itself against God. But Lord God, we need you. Holy Spirit, we need you. We need a check system. We need some boundaries. We need some parameters, Lord God. We need you. We need you. We need you to put a guard over our mouth so that we will not sin against you. We need you. We need you, Father God. We need you to strengthen us and gird us in truth, Lord God. We need you to guide our path and our footsteps, Lord God. We don't want our feet to run swift and quick into evil. And Father God, we lift up this nation. We're supposed to be one nation under God. But we're divided. And I know you are not pleased. So forgive us as a nation for our sin. And let us begin to hunger and thirst for you again. Hate is not permissible. Sin is not permissible. For you have loved us all, Lord God. Open the eyes of our understanding to the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Let us live in our righteousness so that we don't hate on each other. So we learn to love each other and we embrace your call on our lives. We thank you, Father God, for unity in the body of Christ, for where there is unity. Father, you are then well pleased. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm going to read Psalms 18. It says, I love you, Lord. You are my strength. The Lord is my rock and rock, my fortress and my savior. My God is my rock in whom I find protection. He is my shield, the power that saves me. In my place of safety. I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise. And he saved me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me. Death laid a trap in my path. But in my distress I cried out to the Lord. Yes, I prayed to my God for help. We need your help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. Then the earth quaked and trembled. The foundations of the mountains shook. They quaked because of his anger. I bind you now. Smoke poured from his nostrils. Fierce flames leaped from his mouth. Glowing clothes blazed forth from him. He opened the heavens and came down. Jesus' name, I bind you. We will not be hindered today. He opened the heavens and came down. Dark storm clouds were beneath his feet, mounted on a mighty angelic beam. He flew soaring on the wings of the wind. He shrouded himself in darkness, veiling his approach with dark rain clouds. Thick clouds shielded the brightness around him and rained down hail and burning coals. The Lord thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded, my God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The Lord God sounded, thundered from heaven. The voice of the Most High resounded amid the hail and burning coals. He shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. His lightning flashed and they were greatly confused. Then at your command, O Lord, at the blast of your breath, the bottom of the sea could be seen and the foundation of the earth were laid bare. He reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew out me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my powerful enemies, from those who hated me and were too strong for me. They attacked me at a moment when I was in distress, but the Lord supported me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me because he delights in me. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He restored me because of my innocence. For I have kept the ways of the Lord. I have not turned from my God to follow evil. I've followed all his regulations. I've never abandoned his decrees. I'm blameless before God. I've kept myself from sin. The Lord rewarded me for doing right. He has seen my innocence. To the faithful, you show yourself faithful. To those with integrity, you show integrity. To the pure, you show yourself pure. But to the wicked, you show yourself hostile. You rescue the humble, but you humiliate the proud. You light a lamp for me. The Lord my God lights up my darkness and your strength I crush an army. For with my God, I can scale any wall. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock, God's arms Arms me with strength and he makes my way perfect. He makes me as a sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle. He strengthens my arms to draw a brown's bow. You have given me your shield of victory. Your right hand supports me. Your help has made me great. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. I chased my enemies and caught them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I stuck them down so they could not get up. They fell beneath my feet. You have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. You have placed my foot on their necks. I have destroyed all who hate me. They called for help, but no one came to their rescue. They even cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer. I ground them as fine dust in the wind. I swept them into the gutter like dirt. You gave me victory over my accusers. You appointed me ruler over nations. People I don't even know now serve me. As soon as they hear of me, they submit. Foreign nations cringe before me. They all lose their courage and come trembling from their stronghold. The Lord lives. (laughs) Praise to my rock. May the God of my salvation be exalted. He is the God who pays back those who harm me. He subdues the nations under me and rescues me from my enemies. You hold me safe beyond the reach of my enemies. You save me from violent opponents. For this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing praise to your name. You give great victories to your king. You show unfailing love to your anointed to Lakeisha and all his descendants forevermore. My God, we thank you. We thank you. I love how God will comfort us in his word, right? I love how God will in such a time as this, that God will bring a word and he will comfort us in his word. And he says to us, Look, take your comfort in Psalms 18, Know that with a doubt without a doubt. I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. I am with you. My God, we take our comfort in you this morning. We take our strength in you this morning. We find your grace this morning. We find your peace this morning. We find your joy this morning. We find your love this morning. I am sick of it. I'm sick of the enemy. I'm sick of his devices. But we find our strength in you this morning, Lord. We find our peace, our joy, and we will remain in your truth. Now, Father God, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of our heart be be acceptable in your sight. You are my strength and you are my redeemer. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. My God, I thank you. 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 Yeah, he is with us. He is with us. I take comfort in Psalms 18. I know when God gives me a specific scripture for us, that is him breathing his breath on us. And that's how you have to take that. And so some of you may need to go back and read this. May I I confess over your children today? Can I confess over your children like I would confess over my children today, right? May I confess, may I confess over your children today, Um, I just want to take our position that our children are being strengthened. Um, Whether you know it or not, your kids may be experiencing some anxiety, they could possibly be overwhelmed and consumed in this season, there's so much going on and I have found that my own children um, have just been experiencing some things and we've been real transparent lately and we've really been talking just about just where you know what I'm saying where they are like just where they are and and grandchildren of course grandchildren and anxiety and things they've been experiencing and we have just had to stand steadfast in the word. And so when I do these confessions, these are confessions that, thank you for that, these are confessions that I confess over my children and I'm going to confess. When I confess, I don't want you to be like, I'm I'm calling my kids names. But I'm standing in the gap for yours as well. Like I'm calling my sons' names. I'm calling my grandkids' names, but I am standing on the pedestal. I'm standing in the gap. I'm standing in the way. I'm standing for your children as well. I'm standing for the kids in my neighborhood. I'm standing for the kids in my nation. I'm standing for the kids in my church. I'm not confessing just, I'm not, I can't, I can't. I'm standing for your kids as well. For every child under the sound of my voice, for every child connected to this ministry, for every child in my neighborhood, for every child in my city, my state, my nation, and my world, I'm standing, I'm bearing the standard. I'm bearing the standard for every kid today. And I'm just reading confessions And whatever God reveals, I'm reading confessions to you out of a book that a friend of mine wrote. And I'm standing like I'm standing today for your children as well. And so if you will stand with me, we will just cover them today. We will for victory in the name of Jesus. And we're just going to stand in the gap for them today. We're going to stand for them today in Jesus name. So. My children, and and when I confess this, I'm gonna say my sons and my grandson's names. I have five sons and I have five grandsons right now. In the name of Jesus, Javen, Jaleel, Jermaine, Josiah, Judah, Lyric, Logan, Shiloh, Zayden, and Casey, all my nieces, all my nephews, Lord God, all the children that I'm connected with, Father God, I thank you, Lord God, and stand in the gap for them today, Father, I thank you, Father God, that you are restoring them today, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for Trey, and Nijah and Nadia, and Gary, and Rekia, and Jacaira and Orion, and Reagan, and Renaya and Matthew, and Arise, and Chase, and Logan, and Alyssa, and Brooklyn, and Isaac, and Daniel, and Elise, and Jalen, and London, and Amani, Amani, Jeremiah, and Nevaeh, and Damaris, and Alexis, and Zaria, and London, and Faith, and Brian. I stand in the gap for them today. My God, my niece, all my other extended nieces and nephews, all my family members, all my children at church. I stand for them today. My children can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. My God supplies all their needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. My kids see God move for them and Don and Antonia and Jermaine Jr., My kids see God move for them and on their behalf and Devin and know God for themselves as father and provider. Greater is he who is in my children than he that, and Brandon, my God, I thank you. And TJ, my God, I thank you. My God, I stand in London. My God, I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I glorify you, Lord God. I just stand for them. Lord God today. Greater is he who is in my child than he that is in the world. God has not given my children a spirit of fear, but of power, love and soundness of mind. They have the mind of Christ. Our children are filled with the knowledge of God's will and our wisdom and spiritual understanding. Our sons and daughter understand what the will of the Lord is. Great is the peace of our children for they are taught by God. The Holy Spirit is talking with them and teaching them today and AJ I stand for AJ and God preserves them from this evil generation forever preserving them wherever they go from danger and preserves them from bad relationships and wrong turns and decisions and I stand for Ben junior, Lord God, my God, my child listens to me and to God's word and dwells safely, quietly from the fear of evil. No weapon formed against us can prosper. We are far from oppression. No evil shall befall, no, nor play shall any come near our dwelling. And I stand for Jackie's sons and Debbie's children for God has given his angels charge over them to keep defend and preserve them all the days of their lives in the name of Jesus. Jesus, our children draws near to God and dwells in their secret place, and surely he delivers our child, covers them and keeps them from fear and harm though a thousand fall, calamity will not come near them. He calls on God and God answers them in trouble and will satisfy them with long life and show them his salvation. My niece, Jordan, my God, my niece, Jada, my God, Darion, Derek Jr., my God, Madison, Lord God, my child, Lance, my God, my child lays down in peace and in sleep for you, O Lord, will have them only dwell in safety, my God, Alon, my kids are, Obey God's word in mine and Dwayne Marable Jr. My God, my niece Kayla, my kids obey God's word in mine, and the word keeps them when they sleep and talks them when they awake and guides them in the way that they should go. And Ava, I correct my child by God's wisdom and he gives us rest. Our kids honor us as parents and Christian and AJ are obedient and well pleasing to the Lord. So it is well with them all the days and God satisfies them with a peaceful, long and happy life. My kids kids have anointed minds. They are quick to learn and have success in school. Our adult children are successful and walking in their purpose and following after God's heart. My God, they are renewed in the spirit of their minds and have fresh mental attitudes. Like Daniel, they stand for God in their own relationship with them. And he gives them skill and learning and wisdom and understanding. Bless the Lord, my soul. Bless his holy name for he daily loads me and my children with benefits. I release today's blessings to my kids. I will not forget any of his benefits and thankfully declare them his forgiveness is ours today, cleansing my family from iniquity and healing all our diseases. I thank you that every generational curse is broken off of my children right now in the name of Jesus. I release my kids in the flow, I forgive them, and I release the power of forgiveness in my child's life today. Any strongholds, anything that's hindering them from a relationship with you, Lord God, we bind that back to the pits of hell from which it came. Health and strength are ours. Divine health is my child's, And I say the diseases of this age cannot prosper in our body as temples of the living God. I thank you, Father God. Our children are prospering in health as their souls are prospering. Bless the Lord who redeems my children from destruction, crowning them with loving kindness and tender mercies satisfying their mouths with good things. Their youth is renewed. Their strength made with overcoming and soaring like eagles. Since they are satisfied by God, they do not hunger for anything the world or sin has to offer my God, I thank you, Lord God, for giving them godly friendships and relationships. And if there is any relationship in their life that does not please you, Lord God, that you are breaking it up right now. I thank you, Lord God. They are coming to the ends of themselves, Father God, and they are seeking the kingdom first. Lord God, I thank you. They are hungering and thirsting for righteousness, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you. they are temples of the living God. I thank you, Lord 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 God. Bless the Lord who redeems my children. Since they are satisfied by God, they do not hunger or anything the world or sin offer has to offer. The fear of the Lord dwells in my children. Therefore the angels of the Lord are encamped around them and about them. The word of God I declare over my children will not return void. My God, its power is producing life in us. And wherever Amanda is, (laughs) Father God, I thank you. She is coming to know you as God, that she is being untangled from yokes of darkness, I don't know who Amanda is, but we stand in the gap for Amanda right now in Jesus name. We thank you, Father God. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, enlightening their eyes, making them wise for Angela's children. My God, I stand in the gap for her children, for Julia's children. They are simple, warning them when needed, as they keep the word Oh God, they experience great reward for victorious children and grandchildren. My child gives no place to the devil. They are overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. For Shayla's son, my kids are strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Covered in God's armor, the shield of faith quenches every fiery dart of the enemy. They resist the devil who flees from them. My family walks in the spirit, bearing the fruit of the spirit, obeying the quickening of the spirit. We do not grieve the Holy Spirit and we will not let the sun go down on our wrath. We yield to the gifts of the spirit and glorify God in our walks. I thank you, Father God, that every fiber, every tissue and every cell in their body aligns with the word of God. We cancel allergies asthma, ADHD, autism, low self-esteem, depression. In the name of Jesus, we cancel those assignments off our children right now. We thank you, Father, for your grace, your wisdom, your power in living for you and raising our children to live in your will for your glory, for your purpose in the name of Yeshua, Jesus, our Messiah. May the signs of your power be to us, your servant and your glory to our children. May we see the work in our life and our family to the glory of God for generations. I declare my children are saved by the Lord Jesus, the Messiah filled with his Holy Spirit, who is comforter, counselor, strengthener, and teacher to them. As such, my children are filled, With the anointing, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of knowledge, and the fear of the Lord. I speak, I prophesy into my child's future and say they will not be unequally yoked with unbelievers but will stay pure for the mate of God's choosing, the one who will complement the gifts and callings of God on our child's life. We pray the fear of the Lord to help keep them with your fatherly love, drawing them to yourself. You lead them forward by a straight, white, right way, leading them to the place to establish their home from the cradle to the grave in old age. The blessings of God are on my descendants because of God's Connie's children, because of God's faithfulness to a thousand Generations, we thank you, Lord, that our children are covered in the blood of Jesus and no weapon formed against them shall prosper. We thank you, Father God, you are giving us the strength, the grace, and the wisdom to raise them in the fear of the Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 It is sealed. It is so. We thank you. Lord God. 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 We thank you. Father. It is so. 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 It is so, my God, my God, it is so in Jesus name. Amen. My God, it is so. <sighs> thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is <laughs> so it is so i stand in that that is our truth so if if your children present anything then other than what lines up with the word of god you stand in the truth you bind the enemy you don't trust what your, what your eyes see and you declare that it is well. It is well. And your job is to love your children and lead them in the Lord and have compassion and understanding for them and for your grandchildren. Stop trying to figure it out. Stop trying to be all right. Try, stop trying to make it look all successful. That's not what it's about. Your assignment is to love to comfort them, to raise them in the fear of the Lord. Stop putting your own will and thoughts and all that stuff on them. Stop doing that. Stop, stop doing, stop worrying about all that. Stop spinning. Those are not things above. Those are not things. Stop trying to force them into a relationship with God, with you, and everything else. Just let your pray be the resolve, right? Let your pray be the resolve that he is God. Let that be the resolve and nothing else like nothing else. Like it's, it's so we just sealed it in the word. We just released it in the atmosphere and we take comfort in knowing that he is God and he is God alone. And if he is God and he is God alone, we don't have to be their gods. This is a very tender place with God. I hear you, Holy Spirit. It's a very tender place with God where it comes to rendering and rearing and raising our children. And some of us have missed it and some of us need to repent and some of us need to fall back, especially where our adult kids are concerned and get in the place of intercessor. That's it. That's and, and be in the place of intercessor and stop interfering in their lives and stop being in their business and stop, get out of it and get in the place of intercessor and nothing else. And if you will, if you will stand still, you will see the salvation of the Lord. You will see, you will see the salvation of the Lord, right? That you will, you will see his hands in everything. We've just been operating and parenting so wrong. We've been operating and parenting according to culture. No, they're not ours, they're God's. We've been all up in their business. We've been trying to handle them. We We have a view of success, right? We have a view of success of what we think is successful and where we want them to be. Can I? Yeah. Because we want to boast and be able to brag to our friends and talk to them about where mm -mm. God's measure of success doesn't look like our measure of success. They're going to go through some stuff. They're going to experience some stuff. And we need to be okay when they're going through some stuff that our prayers are being heard and that God is on the throne. And that's our trust. And that's our responsibility and nothing else. We have way too much stuff we need to be concerned with ourselves. My, and even your minor children, my, your job is to lead them by example. Are you leading them into a relationship that falls into the will of God and stand back and get out of their lives and stop pretending to be God and stop configuring it and making it sound like it's good parenting because it is not good parenting. If it is not leading them to the fear of the Lord, if it's not one, if it's not leading them to where they desire relationship with God, then can I show you what you're doing? We're provoking them. We're we're provoking them like we're provoking them. And I don't know about you, but I have some room to grow. I have some room. I still have some room to grow. I'm not finna assert myself and be like, oh, it's perfect. Mm -mm. I have some room to grow. And at the place that you don't think you have some room to grow, we already in trouble. We're already in trouble. If I if we don't have no face, but no room to grow, we are already in trouble. Ephesians 6, it says, fathers, do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them. Rather, bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. And when we look at the word provoke, when we provoke them, we are causing them into wrath. It is not your job to lead them into all this other stuff. It's not. It's not. I have. I have. I have room to grow. I don't know. I, I. I. ain't no perfect parent. I still got room to grow. I still got. I got room to grow. I still got to grow up some in some places. I gotta. I got room to grow. In the Amplified, it says. Honor. It says. It says, fathers do not provoke your children to anger. Do not exasperate them to the point of resentment. With demands that are trivial or unreasonable or humiliating or abusive, nor by showing favoritism or indifference to any of them. Can can I do it? That one more time. Can I do that one more time? Right. Five, Ephesians six four, Fathers, do not this is amplified. Father, do not provoke your children to anger. Do not exasperate them to the point of resentment with demands that are trivial or unreasonable or humiliating or abusive, nor by showing favoritism or indifference in any of them, but bring them up tenderly with loving kindness in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. That, that, that's, that's what the word, that's what the word, that's what the what the word says that's not LaKeisha that's what the word says so you have to ask yourself have i exasperated my children right have i exasperated my children and then repent for exasperation we've been trying to be lord and god and all these other things and when it and what exasperated means is intensely irritated and frustrated them. So if I'm trying to push you into a direction, I am probably intensely irritating and frustrating you. And that is not going to lead you into a relationship with the Lord. That is not going to want you to serve God. That is not going to put you in a position where you're going to want to be more faithful to God. That is not, that is, that is not, that is not, 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 not our job. So release ourselves from that right now in Jesus name. Father, we release ourselves. We repent for trying to be God. And if we feel this rise up, we got to come back to this place again and again. We are on an assignment and a miss and a mission, right? To love them. <laughs> tenderly and loving kindness and to lead them in the fear of the Lord. And that is it. We are not there to boss them, to take them over, to invade in their life. We need to get our lives together. I'm just being honest. And act as intercessor. We need to get our lives together. We, we need to get our lives together. We need to spend more time focused on our relationship with God. And when they see us fall in love with God, you know what they're going to do? They're going to fall in love with God. When they see how much we love the Lord and we're consistent in that, they're going to fall in love with God. When they, when they don't witness us living one way and then acting another, love with what loves it, they're going to desire the God that we talk about because they want to kind of come in love and relationship with him because we are in love and in consistent relationship. Kids look for consistency. Kids look for transparency. Kids look for vulnerability. And if we want kids just to tell it like it is or be real, right? In so many ways. Kids are looking for that and they're looking for us to live that out before them and nothing less. So when we emotionally all over the place or we make the Lord look religious or we make the Lord look like acts, kids are interested in acts. They're not. So if we've intensely irritated and frustrated them, I I used to push God on my children. I can't push it. We have prayer. We have devotional in this house. We're going to serve the Lord. But my God, my job now is to teach them to fall in love with God by my example in Jesus name. And when I try to do anything else, I'm prideful and I'm haughty because I'm saying my way is the best way. And my way is not necessarily the best way. I want to give you something because we've been reading this. Peter. We've been in first Peter and we've been learning about our righteousness. And I just want to give you a little bit of something before we go. I want to give you some steps to renewing your mind, right? Because we've been talking about our righteousness and it's good to hear it. It's good to read it. It's good to repeat it. It's good to chew on it, but I know the devil in his schemes and I know that he loves to come and steal scripture and steal word from us. And that has to do with the positioning of our heart. And we'll talk about that tomorrow. The positioning of our heart. A lot of the times he steals stuff from us because of the way that our heart is in. Right. When our heart is, um, you know, the parable of um, the sower and Jesus started talking about the heart and what position our hearts was in. And so he loves to. He loves to steal from our hearts. He loves to steal the word from us. He loves to take the word from us. And you can see that in Matthew thirteen, one twenty three, right? And so our heart, our human heart is like receptive to soil, to the seed of the word of God. And so when Jesus was teaching in the parable of soil so the soils, go over to Matthew thirteen one twenty three, Mark four one and twenty, or Luke eighteen one through fifteen he was talking to us about the categories of our hearts as hearers, right? The categories of our hearts as hearers. And so when I read first Peter to you, and we, I'm talking to you about who you are in Christ Jesus, and I'm talking about how forgiven you are, and I'm talking about how, um, much God loves you. And I'm trying to get revelation and we're talking about revelation of your righteousness and the Holy spirit is ministering to us about who we are in Christ. When our hearts don't believe that or receive that we're going to return right back into a same state. We're we're going to do it. We're going to return back into a state. We're going to return back into a state. Enemy is gonna pluck that up out of us, right? And so it takes a constant renewing of our mind so that the word can get in our heart, right? And so remember we started in 1 Peter 3 and 5, and Peter was just telling us that we have been spiritually transformed, we have been renewed, we were set apart for purpose, we're for an ever-living hope. He wanted us to get confident assurance in that. We were born anew into an inheritance which is imperishable. We've been protected. Um this is because of Jesus. We don't have to work in it, right? We're more precious than gold. We're perishable. We're purified. All of it sounds amazing. Right? But unless I know how to renew my mind in this and I know how to stand steadfast in this I will continue to repeat the same journey and it takes some due diligence on my behalf it does it takes some due diligence on my behalf and so we've got to get the revelation of the sower first. We got to get revelation of what God is saying to us in his word about us. Right. And so he, he, he talks about the sower. And so I'm going to give you a little bit of this, and then we're going to talk about steps to renewing your mind. I'm not going to be able to give all of it to you today. Right. And so when I start looking at steps to renew your mind, he in Mark four and eight, he says, but other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased produce some 30 fold, some 60 and some hundred fold. Right. And so when we go into the parable of the sower, he first mentions the hard heart. And if your heart is full of unforgiveness and your heart is full of bitterness and your heart is full of rage, you're going to have a hard heart. Right. If you're still holding on to stuff people did to you, if you still, every time somebody's name comes up in your mouth, you still got a in your throat, right? If certain situations come back to your memory and invoke, invoke certain things, then there's probably a place in your heart, which is hardened, right? And so for the first part, the hard heart. So when he talks about it in the scripture, right? When we go over there and he says to us, he says, there's a sower and he was sowing seed. And as he was sowing seed, right? The parable of the sower. you got to re- read that. I, I don't want to, I can't get into that to all of that today. He talks about where the seed, so the soil that the seed fell on represents four categories of our heart the four four categories of our heart right and so the hard heart the hard place the first place the seed falls it falls along the road roadside road, road and what a hardened heart is representative of it's representative of people who hear the word of god but never believe right? We hear the word, word of God, but we never believe. So I'm going to just read a little bit of Matthew 13, 1, 23. It says, um, a farmer went out to sow the seed as he was scattering the seed. Some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil, right? Was shallow, but when the sun came up, the plants, um, let me back up and A farmer went out to sow the seed as he was scattering the seed. Some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants other seed fell on good soil where it produced a crop 160, 30 times was it sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. And so we have to deal with all of the places and the things that are in our heart. And what Jesus was saying is if your heart is in a certain position, you won't be able to see the word of God like you need to. And so if I talk to you about faith or victory, and you haven't experienced victory, and you haven't received the word of God for victory, you're not gonna understand when Jesus is ministering to us, when the Holy Spirit is saying, this is who we are, when we've lived another way, I won't receive it. So I'll hear the word of God, but I'll never believe, I've, I've never really believed it. I can be sitting in church hearing it, but never believing it. I'm not taking the word of God as being the truth for me. The second heart is the shallow heart. And when with the shallow heart, that seed that falls on stony ground. And what it signifies is people who hear the word of God receive it with joy. Yay, thank you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yes, yes. Preach, preacher, preach, preacher, right? But there, the word is not taking any root, and then it can't sustain you. The word is not taking any root and it can't sustain you because it's not rooted in you. Because as soon as it was scattered, you life came in and took it, right? The word is not taking root. You're not meditating on the word long enough. And then the next heart is the crowded heart, right? And that's the seed that falls on ground and the weeds weeds choke it out, right? And when I say the weeds choke it out, these are the people who are busy with the cares, the riches, of the world or who lose interest in the things of God. When we are busy with the things of the world, when we have idols, when we have other people, other things that are more important to God, then weeds will come up, belief systems will come up and it will choke it out. It'll choke it out. And so when we when the when the Lord is talking to us about our righteousness and who we are in Christ Jesus We can't receive that fully because we're too busy with so many other things. We so focus on so much other stuff that it's choking out the word of God. And then the last part of this is the fruitful heart that receives the word of God. The seed falls on good ground and it produces a rich harvest. So the question that you have to begin to ask yourself is, is what position is my heart in? Now, here's the thing. This is what i need you to be alive your heart is built with chambers your natural heart right each chamber has a different component it's ventricle your aortas um how your heart functions right it functions together as a whole if you have never ever seen my teaching on matters of the heart you need to go over to the youtube channel and watch the teaching on matters of the heart so our heart is there's chambers to our hearts, right? And just like there are chambers to our heart, there are chambers to us spiritually. And so one part of our heart could be live acting, pumping, look like it's working. And there could be one, the left ventricle, an aorta, uh, a piece, like a piece of a vein, Uh, you could have blockage, right? And you could have blockage in one part of your heart and you, and that whole one, that one blockage in one part of your heart shut everything else down. And it could send you into, um, congestive heart failure. It could send you, you could develop COPD like it's pulmonary. It's just so many things because the heart and the lungs work together. I'm just telling you, the heart and the lungs work together. Like there's so much to the matters of the heart. There's so much to this. And so we've got to begin to really seek the Lord about the position of our heart because we could be in belief in some areas and belief in, and not belief in other areas. And so this is how, like, and I'm not i I'm not a medical person, but I understand what the Lord is saying here, right? I'm not a medical person, but I understand what the Lord is saying. And so the condition of our physical heart can apply the same in the condition of our spiritual heart. So our spiritual, our heart can be active and alive in one area and dead and congested in another area. Like it could be dead and congested in another area, clogged up, plugged up in a whole nother area. And so when we're reading the word of God, it is not really taking root. It's not taking root in us. And because it's not taking root in us, it's either get chucked out or we didn't receive it always. And we can be sitting in the word every day and this could still be the condition or part of the condition of our heart. And so I need to show you over the next few days of how we get strong in renewing our mind so that our heart becomes fertile. Yeah, the heart and the lungs work together. And when it's, when your heart is not working properly, it's difficult for you to breathe. And when it's difficult for you to breathe, it's hard for you to understand the breath and the wind of God. I'm just being honest. Like, I'm just being honest. And so we're going to chew over the next couple of days of how to renew our mind properly so that we are dealing with the issues in our heart so that when the Lord starts speaking to us about the fertility and the fruitfulness of who we are, we'll be able to receive it. We'll be able to restore it. We'll be able to act in it and we'll be able to live in it, right? We'll be able to live in it. So, Romans 12:1, Therefore I urge you, brothers, on account of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you're going to be able to discern what is good, pleasing and the perfect will of God when my mind is renewed. And the word of God comes to us and says to us that we are like gold. I can receive that. I am that valuable to God. And the reason that I can receive that valuable to God is because my mind has been renewed in the word and I am being transformed into the image of Christ. And I am being transformed by the word of God. And then I'm able to going to be able to discern and then depression depression low self-esteem, my past, and nothing else is going to be able to talk to me. Nothing else is going to be able to speak to me. The enemy is not going to be able to whisper little things in my ear. I'm not going to walk around with all this insecurity. I'm going to trust what the word says. And the reason I'm going to trust what the word says is because is because I'm gonna trust what the word says is because I am being renewed in my mind, but I'm going to identify that my heart may not be in the best condition. And if my heart is not in the best condition, then I'm not going to be able to receive what the word says. And then I'm gonna think that I'm I, the, that, that, what the key what the word is this is not, I'm not going to, tr- I'm not going to eat this. I'm not going to live in this. I'm going to look for validation for everybody else. I'm going to look for approval from everybody else. I'm going to look for all of these other things to be attached to me. And I'm not going to trust the word over everything else. And it's because my mind needs to be renewed and transformed, but I've got to deal with what, what condition is my heart in? I've got to ask myself, I've always got to go back to the condition of my heart. I've got to ask if if three of my chambers are working and believing and pumping and functional, but the fourth chamber isn't or if my a order is not or if I my vow. Right. But but can I tell you something? God, God can deal with wherever that is. God can deal with that. The Holy Spirit can deal with that wherever that is. Jesus can deal with whatever that is. We just got to submit it all to him and understand the condition of my heart. That's where humility comes in. Humility comes in when I can say, right. We we love to boast. Oh, I'm there. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. No humility comes in when I'm saying, Lord, I'm putting my heart before you for inspection. Because sometimes, can I tell you something as women, do you know, women can present, um, um, heart issues and not know it. Like women can have all kinds of heart things going on and not even know it, but a sign that your heart might not be in the best condition could be swelling. I don't even, I can't even Julia. Don't even let me go there. I'm just telling you, can I tell you my, my, I couldn't like, you might not even know that your heart is in trouble, but your ankles may be swelling, right? You may be swollen in some area. That's a, that's, that's significant that your heart is in trouble, that you swollen, that you swollen with pride, swollen with haughtiness, swollen, swollen, swollen somewhere could be an indication that your heart is in trouble. So, so we are gonna learn over the, I know that's how I feel too. We're gonna learn over the next few days we're going to learn over the next few days. Come on. Come, yeah. Come on now. Come on now. Come on, Yara. Come on, doctor. Right. My God, God can do all of that. And so we're going to learn over the next few days how to renew our mind in what first Peter and what Peter was saying to us so that we can deal with the places in my heart. But ask the Lord, show me while we are in your personal private time. Lord, I need you to show me the condition of my heart. And if it's prideful and if it's lustful and if whatever it is, I need you to show me because it's blocking me out from receiving the word and I'm settling in a less than state. That's that's it. That's it. That's it. Says the Lord. That's it. So I love you. Can we pray this prayer together? And then we're going to go. Dear Jesus, I know I've sinned against you. I'm sorry for my sins. I ask you to come into my heart and take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. It all starts with Jesus. If you prayed that prayer, he heard you. He'll heal you. He'll restore you. He'll renew your mind. He'll give you faith. He'll give you courage. He'll make you bold in the things of God. I love y'all so much. My God, let me bless you. Let me bless your giving father. We always take up an offering. We always take up special offerings at the end of every devotional. You can learn more about the ministry on LakeishaMJohnson.com. Consider to be in a partner with us. Father, I thank you for those that are giving those that are willing to give those that have the heart and mind and spirit to give those that do not have to give. And I thank you, Lord God, you are blessing them multiplication and increase and Xavier, I need to bless you out my mouth. Father God, I declare a blessing on Xavier. I thank you, Father God, for his faithfulness to this devotional. I thank you. You are renewing him. You are restoring him. You are giving him the job opportunity that he desires and needs so that he can be the man of God that you call. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.